Good evening and welcome to this week's edition of Anything Loud. My name is Ron Derby, standing in for Peter Bruce. Uh, this week, this past week has been quite a big week political-wise in terms of quite a few senior people in the ANC have passed on, started with Winnie Mandela and uh, was today's Zola Square. Ray, this generation that's moving on in the ANC, what do they represent? And like, can you give a, a story of these people that are now of the ANC that are passing on and what do they mean to the, country's to the ANC and to the country as a whole? Yeah, I think the ANC is losing a lot of very, very high-profile, very important figures, mm. you know. I mean, I think Winnie Mandela was one of the largest liberation icons in this country. Mm. And for her to be gone now, you know, is it, she was one of those people who would counsel the younger mm. militant people yeah. within the ANC mm. and actually keep them in the tent. Yeah. Um, and then Zola Squier, who yeah. really was a towering figure. I mean, he was a minister mm. in Mandela and Mbeki's mm. uh, cabinets, yeah. and he was one of those ministers that didn't have this taint of corruption and mm. and scandal around him. Mm. And he did his job. I mean, social grants. There was no social yeah. grants controversy mm. while but he was while managing he was the show. Mm. So I think he's a massive loss yeah. and, and an ambassador yeah. um, and a very effective ambassador. So. He's, he's also a big loss. And I just think that generation is nearly all gone. Yeah. And it does kind of loosen the ANC from its moorings, mm -hmm. um, which could be a good thing and a bad thing. It could be an opportunity to reinvent itself as a dynamic modern party. Yeah. Uh, but it could also lose some of that stature yeah. and gravitas without those figures around. We see like Winnie's image now being used. You're wearing red today, so it was perfect that I come to you about this. The EFF, that supposed youth vote has taken uh, Winnie Mandela and almost uh, they had their own uh, memorial about her. They've taken that and almost kept her legacy alive as that, almost that, that youth vote, that whole. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, as Ray mentioned um, just now, mm. um, it, it, it Winnie was one of those people that was able to actually have very good relations with young people mm. um, and young people who were at a point um, in South Africa's democracy where they were militantly questioning mm. um, a lot of the decisions and a lot of the structures that had been put into place um, during the transition, you know, into a government of national unity. Mm. Um, she played a very, very strong role. I mean, she took Malema virtually under her wing. Yeah. Um, and one might argue that it, you know, ultimately led to, you know, Julius leaving um, the ANC. But um, I think in terms of um, keeping him rooted mm. um, in, in, in the ANC traditions, mm. um, a lot of what the EFF says um, is, you know, grounded in, in, in ANC old um, traditions and policy. Um, she was very instrumental in terms of doing that. Yeah. Um, I think it is also a shame that she found herself um, having to gravitate to rather informal yes. um, sort of influence within the ANC. Yeah. Um, I think what we've seen happen to the ANC from about 2007 yeah. um, is a change in the type of people that they chose yeah. um, to lead. Mm. Um, one might also talk about, you know, the, the, that battle within the ANC between the exiles and the exiles. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people like Winnie Mandela found themselves outside, um, you know, any sphere of formal influence within the ANC, but then stopped them um, from still using that social capital that she had yeah. um, amongst the young people. 
Sekunati, your views, I mean, lots of views on, on Winnie have been expressed over the past couple of weeks. What's your thoughts on her role within the country? Look, Winnie's role is definitely, th th there's not much to be said uh, other than uh, Winnie, the, the freedom fighter that stood a lot of the time alone and indeed made a lot of mistakes, uh, errors of judgment that were tragic, that seriously did compromise her stature. But her good by, 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 by far over, uh, over, overweighs whatever bad side she may have had. But it is Zola Square that I want to talk about. Ray correctly points out that uh, there was no social grant scandal during Zola, Zola Square's mm. time. Actually, let's take it a step further. There were no social grants before Zola Square. He came in and became minister, and the ANC uh, directly attacked poverty in the black community. Uh, but was he, was he always social development? Or was that his last posting? I think, I he, think he, moved he came in as something else and he, he moved across. He, he moved around, yeah. uh, around a bit, but he came in and perfected uh, the, the, the what social grant uh, the, the, that department was meant to yeah. do. And of course, it's cost him, you and I, uh, the, the, the people that are paying tax, quite a little more than it should be costing us. But that's the price to pay for living in, in such a country with so much inequality. But uh, he, he, Zola Square is one of the most solid people. Not once had he ever been accused uh, of, of, of taking a cent, at least to, to the best of my, lo my knowledge. Mm. Uh, he's, he's delivered totally. When, when, when this government came in in 1994, uh, black people were getting paid uh, the, 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 their pension monies per quarter mm. instead of per month. Mm. And, and th that was one of the uh, best equalizing things to do for the poor people, uh, the, the, the old age, and then uh, introduced uh, this direct measure to attack which poverty. Is like, which is a fair point to end that on, because now we're going to move into the past decade and go into this week's development on Parliament, where uh, to design the, the, the former president's son and the Gupta brothers were expected and they, they weren't there. So, Sabelo, you from Sunday Times and you've always been told the story. So, where are, where is, where is to design as well as <laughs> the brothers we saw in Dubai? Well, I mean, if, if you are to believe um, social media yeah. um, <laughs> and what is said informally mm. um, by those that are in the correct places in government, mm. um, these people are sitting hiding away in Dubai. Mm. Um, including the son. Including the son. Mm. Um, there's been rumors here and there of him being somewhere in southern Africa. Mm. Um, but, you know, that stuff has not been substantiated. Mm. As far as we know and as far as we understand, um, they are all, you know, in the Middle East uh, trying very, very desperately to mm. avoid any sort of thing that might see them travel down south. Mm. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's extraordinary because, um, as I understand it, these were subpoenas issued mm. by Parliament. Mm. And there are legal consequences, you know, and, and what, what are those consequences? Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, uh, effectively, I mean, it's a contempt of court, mm. you know, so it's not a major legal thing. But what you're doing here by avoiding these things is you're just compounding and increasing the burden uh, that you eventually will have to confront. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you know, the whole story about Capone was taken down for tax evasion, yeah. not for shooting Four. dead hundreds yeah. of people you know so eventually you know you, you need to start complying with the law here pitch up to parliament and testify and start actually presenting your story however you know flawed it might be mm. because at some point it's going to have to happen you can't go back to india because yeah. india is now waiting well, for you waiting for you as well dubai uh, you know at the end of the day 
Dubai is going to have to weigh up at some point its relationship with the South African government. Yeah. And, and its relationship with India. You know, what choice is it going to make yeah. when the Justice Department asks Dubai to help get these yes. people back over here? Mm. So I think they're, probably, they're making a very big mistake in digging, a, digging themselves into a hole. Your favorite topic. Go for it. Ron, what this Gupta's yeah. saga says about the ANC, about the people of South Africa, about the government, yes. this is not only biggest friends of the most recent former president, yes. but it's his family too. Uh, f forget him now as well. He's he, he, he's he's in the past. There's a guy sitting Not down the road. Not quite in the past. He's still very shaking up stuff. Mm. We'll There's a that. guy down the road called Isma Khashule. Mm. Uh, no, not so long ago, he was busy extolling the virtues of the Gupta, a decent, good business people. Can Isma Khashule still say the same? And by the way, these are now fugitives. Uh, organized crime facilitated from right at the, uh, the center of Lutuli House, the center of power. Uh, th that's, that's all it, it says. The ANC has to take total responsibility for this. Uh, Jacob Zuma and, and, and the Mahashules and, and, and uh, uh, what's his name, Museben Zizwane, all of them, the Faith Mutambis, didn't put themselves uh, in Parliament in, uh, at, at the Union buildings at Lutuli House. They were sent there by the ANC, and the ANC did everything to protect them. They have to accept responsibility for this. And where are we as a country? Mm. Zero percent growth? Forty-four percent unemployment. So, so, so I guess we, it comes back to Ramaphosa and his renewal pr project. You were talking earlier, uh, earlier on the f before the show started about SAA and the amount of cleaning going inside there. So, is there some move to? Especially in the SOEs. I mean, this is where all the, the rot really sits, and yeah. uh, what the immediate, immediate emergency is for the country. Uh, look, there's there's good and bad. Yeah. Um, definitely, the sort of um, movement you've seen mm. um, by the Minister of Public Enterprises, Pravin Koran, mm. um, with Danal, yeah. um is showing you that there are definitely positives that are coming. Mm. Um, I think they are probably going to make quite a lot more announcements uh, with regards to companies like Transnet, mm. you know, to extend it um, with regard to companies like ESCOM. Mm. You're about to hear, I think, in this week, uh, more announcements of more suspensions. As Remember that, that ESCOM board had said that one of the things they wanted to do was to be left alone, to just look at, you know, the recent years, mm. um, look at procurement, look at who's who did what in mm. terms of benefiting what organizations, what processes were mm. not followed. And they're leaving no holy cows here. You know, they're starting from the most junior of employees mm. right up to the level of any of those board members that are still left within ESCOM. Yeah. Um, so expect to hear, you know, more major announcements. But what is worrying for me, um, mm. and it's something that I think we as a country need to start tackling now, yeah. is that as we sort of emerge um, from this period of chaos um, that we'd seen in our SOEs, um, more in particular in SAA, where you've seen the exit of Tudumi and from, yeah. you know, the organization and the replacement, you know, of her with um, supposedly, you know, individuals that are of, you know, Much high moral standing, standing yeah. high ethics and all of that. Um, the indications I'm seeing at SAA at the moment um, are a bit worrying. What's that? Um, even though, you know, it comes under the pretext of rooting out corruption, um, and you know, so the what do you think is going on there? What well, I mean, what is it look what what what, what ought to concern yeah. is when you have a situation where 
um, the CFO mm. um, and key individuals within that finance and procurement yep. space um, are seemingly being moved out of the way. Okay. Um, you know, a situation where you see that the executives at SAA have already had a very tense discussion with Treasury's um, Office of the Chief Procurement Officer over the fact that there have been instances where procurement rules have mm -hmm. been bent. Already. Um, procurement already. rules have yeah. been, you know, you know, been, been all been all in the sake of, of fixing this business, right? And I mean, this is all in that sake of saying that we are faced with that situation yeah. where we But this is again a, a governance month. issue, but this is a gov yeah. corporate governance. You know, anyway. so I think the discussion we ought to yeah. have is do we then accept that uh, because it comes from a good place or comes oh, no. from a good individual? Okay. Hmm. Uh, thanks uh, for that, Sabeto. We'll return after the break to discuss further. Welcome back as we carry on our discussion about the happenings of, of South, African, South Africans uh, incorporated over the past week. Sigonati, now there's one interesting story that's uh, about a break. I think it's Friday this week where we'll have an, essentially a new media listing on the, on the JSC. Uh, the owners of independent uh, Iqbal's, doc, Dr. Iqbal Serves company, uh, Sagamata, explain. And uh, what are your thoughts on this new listing? I mean, there's lots of in the press of the past weeks about the strengths of this listing. Tell us what is happening, come what's supposed to happen on Friday? So Iqbal Saveh, who bought the independent media yes, group, yes. is now cobbled together a company called Sakamata Technologies Africa. Yes. Uh, and he's going the Amazon of Africa. Is it in the that's what he says. Okay. Uh, th there's a very low, no, nobody actually tells you what the company does other than uh, a multi-faceted uh, those big English words that yeah. I, I, yeah. I missed at the management school, <laughs> at, the, at the business management school. Management school, yes. <laughs> yes. But yes. W w what's happening is that he's, he's throwing in the operations of mm. independent media in there, yeah. together with other things that he's still going to create. Yes. That they don't exist yet. Yeah. And then he talks about a pipeline of acquisitions. Mm. He talks about uh, spreading these technology companies. What money? The is there money for, country. is there plans what? for this? purchases. Wait for it. Yeah. We have not been told what it is that this business will do other than what independent is doing. And the money uh, uh, and the acquisitions we have not been told there are talks with this one and that one and that one just waiting to pay. So Three billion rand is what back? must so be. So this is a print media company. It's a print media which company. Which been painted with all these ideas of what it may be, but like being dolled yeah. up basically for for, and for a listing, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's going to buy new assets, yes. and these assets have not been identified. Yeah. Not uh, uh, the owners of these assets mm. have not been identified. Okay. What has been identified is the quantum of money that's needed. That's three billion rand, and the deadline to raise that was today, uh, in a, in a, in a, in a private uh, placing uh, on the JSC. Yeah. Therefore, the listing will be Friday. If they did reach a three billion rand. Uh, 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 if if enough people subscribe for mm. three billion rand <coughs> shares at thirty nine rand sixty two cents, now here's the trick. Yes, bring. The, uh, the that is exactly the amount of money that Iqbal Save needs to keep independent as a going concern. Otherwise, 
failing which uh, so this company is being lifted to almost save itself not it is to totally for insolvent. Story. This isn't there's no growth story this is a it's almost it has to well the company has been making losses for the past five years yeah. it's totally insolvent three billion rand is what is needed as a cash bailout so he has found he says investors uh, uh, between four and five companies they have not been named okay Th there's two uh, uh, fund managers from from the united states of america uh, who have cool. committed uh, uh, up to 600 million rands each. What's needed, and that will be closed today, is 3 billion rand. If he's got 3 billion rand, the company has been saved. He will pay the PIC uh, a coupon due uh, and, and debt due in, in August mm. and in September, and 3 billion rand is gone. Uh, but they released yesterday a pre listing statement. My question is. There's three billion and they need to raise. Why can't the banks? Buy, uh, so the banks are not uh, lending their money clearly. Like, for the, they can't. There's no there. money coming from anywhere else but from new investors. That's the only place. The, the asset find is it. worth 33 cents per share, according to a pre-listing statement. Sakamata and they want to list it at how much? Yesterday. Yes. They are uh, the net asset value is 33 cents. 33 cents. Yeah, they are going to list it for 39 rand 62 cents. So Ron and his friends will bring three billion rand uh, uh, buying. 39 rand 62 cents per share that Sakamata says is worth 39 cents <laughs> on assets that haven't been clarified what are they buying the only asset Where that is there is right now yes the only tangible thing you are buying are the uh, insolvent operations of independent media they are newspaper assets that have been loss making the past five years and then once you deliver the money, he says he will make other acquisitions. But it's also a comment, I guess, we have to be fair about this, the comment about the health of the print media business, Ray, in South Africa, globally anyway, and how the, on the health of the print media business, just as a... Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's a really tough yeah. place to be. Yeah. Uh, but it can be, you know, t t t t you know if, you, if you run a company with enough efficiency mm. and with enough direction and enough creativity and you establish online revenue streams mm -hmm. so as we have done yeah. um, then you can start to see a future yeah um, I think it's difficult I mean you don't ever want to wish yes. anything bad on another media company yeah. because that's the business that we're in we, all, we, all and we yeah. want you know we actually want independent media mm. to succeed you yeah. know it's a lot of daily newspapers it's a lot of information that goes out mm. um, that would disappear if that company were to sink how much does PIC own of of independent and speak owns about about, uh, it owns 25 percent so uh, it's another bad call huh? yes uh, they, they've totally lost uh, the two billion rand they invested there mm. uh, anyway if let, let's hope the, the these investors will come in and pitch the three billion rand so that the PIC debt can be settled in August if not we are going to uh, have uh, an implosion in our hands and and uh, indeed of course these are our competitors they keep us healthy and and make us better and mm. uh, we, we we will be losing not only uh, the, the the hundreds or thousands of jobs that are there if it comes to that which we should not be wishing upon anybody but it helps keep us uh, active and better for PIC not to realize this loss like will, will, will we find ourselves in a position where you know how in Lonman with the PIC became the majority shareholder basically Lonman belongs to PIC the only way to save uh, independent uh, saga 
Sagamata would be a point where PIC becomes even a, a bigger shareholder in this thing. To the, 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 there, are, there are two ways about it. Yeah. That's that's the shortest way, okay. but the easiest way is to convert the debt that is owed to the PIC and to the Chinese consortium into equity, yeah. so as to do away with the need to pay the three billion rand. Uh, put everybody in the same pot, which is shareholders, yeah. and 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 rearrange the business and see that would be taking out the interest payments. But uh, is the PIC going to do it? It may not have a choice. There, so there, there's no other way. If it doesn't do it, if it insists on getting paid, mm. then it will be collapsing so the company. We come to our so state on, on enterprises. One company that's kind of the news, but the CEO has never been at the house. Majila, how safe is he in this whole clear out of <laughs> of our, our state owned corporations? I mean, th these bets such as such as this and others, London example. Mm -hmm. uh, where does he sit in this whole clean out of all SOEs? Look, I think there probably will be some sort of scrutiny yeah. um, on you know the decision that had been made yeah. um, by the PIC. Um, I think the independent or Segunjalo mm. um, is one of many. Yeah. Um, you know there was, <coughs> excuse me, the, the, there was also you know the the funding of of ESCOM, yeah. um, you know which um, raised the eye of many South Africans mm. um, who felt that you know enough is enough. Mm. Um, with funding these SOEs. To be honest with you, I, 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 as you see the sort of my outlook yeah. on you know, SOEs in general, mm. um, it's hard to say right now mm. um, where President Ramaphosa's mind really is mm. um, in terms of the new dawn. Is it something that is going to go with the whole hog? Yeah. Or is it where and when he sees that it's politically safe mm. for him to act? Yeah. Um, and I think the PIC is probably one of those spaces uh, with regard to, to Ramaphosa. Okay. Moving moving on to another misbehaving uh, corporate, Steinhoff. Uh, <laughs> how much uh, this week's news? How much was uh, Christopher Visa Christo paid? Christopher could actually just pay the whole thing. With the prepayment that he received of three hundred and twenty-five million euros, uh, this is for a deal that has not yet happened. Uh, over Christo three billion. This yeah, yes, as you say, that's four billion. Right? Yeah, over, mm. now he can buy both Tiso Blackstar wow. and Independent with that money uh, uh, and and f we've been told for, for for over three months now that Christopher did not know what was happening at Steinhoff uh, he's just accepted or he accepted uh, in December four billion rand of money that was not legally due to him at that very point mm. still not due to him right now mm. uh, because Steinhoff and Shawbright have not yet matched or have not matched. Do you guys still believe uh, that Christopher didn't know anything what was going on in the time it was all run just a show i've worked for a family business before yeah things that happen at family businesses uh, are scary corporate governance is those soft issues until they become as hard as they are right now yeah. i do not believe that christophe did not know at all he may have overlooked one or two things that uh, appeared insignificant at that time, mm. including getting paid four billion <laughs> rand. <laughs> yeah. Back to okay, moving 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 forward to this week's developments around the mining charter. We ha we have uh, our the new minister saying next month it's all done and dusted this charter and the once empowered always empowered issue now been settled by the courts. How possible is that to happen? Like how determined do you, when you read someone like in three weeks. Yeah, the guy comes in and uh, uh, when did he become a minister? In February. February, February. Uh, and 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 eight weeks later, he will have finished a mining charter that would have been negotiated for two to three years. Yeah. But uh, you guys probably know better. Uh, I I'm. I'm I'm not as optimistic as Kwete Mantashe is. Definitely wants to do the right thing. 
but it's not going to work uh, because this thing needs to be renegotiated. He just thinks he's going to fix one or two things that Museveni's zone had messed up. Yeah. Yeah, it's this it's this conundrum. I mean, how do you solve this thing? Yeah. So you set you, you set a certain percentage target for mining houses. Mm. They fulfill that target, but then the shareholders sell. Yeah. And now you're back behind. So do you have to then do it again? I mean, I think that's the th what he, I think his words were he doesn't see why the they should be punished yeah. if no, someone sells th their that's stake. That's a different matter, and that is uh, the, the ones, the ones empowered. empowered. Yeah, uh, uh, with the courts settling in favor of the companies, mm -hmm. right? That, that is a fair position. Mm -hmm. uh, f uh, f uh, imagine if you were this mining behemoth who is struggling with a low platinum price, everything, you're not making profits, and you empower uh, me and uh, Sabelo to buy stakes here, and as soon as the next guy comes in and offers us 25%, you sell and go. Must the company again go back and find yeah. people? Th 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 this is the best way. Of course, the court has now made a decision. Hmm. Great thing. But the, the big issue now is how can you negotiate a mining charter in two So the question is, weeks? how do you ensure there's black ownership, l sustainable black ownership in mining? That's, I guess, fundamentally, until someone solves it's that. It's very, very difficult. It's very difficult. Because you can't give people shares yeah. and not give and them the right to, to trade sell and trade them. And, and not give them dividends. Them dividends. That's disempowering. Exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> so well, how do you how sustainably ensure there's black shareholding in, in mining in South Africa? But, but, but mining is no different to any other industry. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's how that's been the weakest part about uh, black empowerment over the past 24 years. Yeah. Uh, nobody has really been able to, 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 to transfer the power or, or, or the empowerment to the people that needed it. Due to these limitations, how do you do it? We have still not found an answer. Particularly we can't in play a depressed I, I market. I guess playing with shared certificates is not the answer, basically. Uh, as we close off the show, Let's talk. You're a Facebook guy. I know you're always on Facebook and stuff. What's your thoughts on this on, uh, this past couple of weeks drama around mm. Facebook? And do you still trust uh, Facebook? Look, I think it's massive. Um, I've I've never trusted Facebook to begin with. Yeah. So for me, this is you know something that has happened mm. that I had been waiting for. You know, um, it it has a lot of implications for that company. I think um, it could literally even um, affect its value yeah. um, you know it, it, it I don't know if I could say it could actually destroy it mm. um, but I mean if you, if you think about how paranoid we are mm. um, as people and yeah. the South Africans about our information yes. and where our information goes mm. um, you look at the Poppy Act um, you know we, we, we have legislation that locks yeah. You know the information that we keep, um, mm. whether it be it on a cloud, whether it be it on you know, one platform like Facebook or Twitter yeah. or, or whatever mm. it is that we use. Mm. Um, when you find out that um, you know there's stuff that is happening with it without your knowledge, mm. um, it's quite worrying. Right. It's also affects the WhatsApp, for instance. What's your take? Yeah, on I think it affects all big corporates yeah. that are transitioning into digital mm. or have transitioned into digital. I mean, there was the example of Discovery. Yeah where some members were sent a mail saying, you know, you're eating a hell of a lot of sugar. Yeah. Or you're buying a lot of sugary products. Mm. And then they apologized for that and so on. But it, what it revealed is that there's a lot of data that, you know, is on the borderline. So we're you know, the products now. Actually, you could be quite shocked to discover that Discovery knows mm. what, what you're buying with that card. But yeah. um, you probably signed a contract in which you allowed them to do that. Yeah. So there's this this sort of grey area that's got to be sorted out now.
Hmm. Um, and I think corporates should be very careful because the backlash sure. from interfering with people's privacy could be a major factor going forward. All right, thank you. Th thanks again for joining us for this evening's show. Hope to see you next week. Good night.